Vernon Studios. This is the Made in MV podcast, where we talk about how we are designing a better world right here, right now, through inquiry, innovation, and impact. I'm your host, Michelle Cook. Today, I'm excited to welcome student leader, convocation speaker, class of 2023, and head prefect for the academic year, Lindsay Franklin to talk about the impact of your story. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you and get to know you a little bit better. Um, as you probably know, each year Mount Vernon develops a theme to kick off a fresh new year. The annual theme is referenced physically as you drive onto campus and see the banners on the light posts. It's reflected on the spirit shirts every student and faculty member receives at orientation. And it's referenced throughout key moments during the academic year, including convocation and commencement. This year's theme is about all the ways in which stories are created, grown, fostered, designed, explored, and multiplied here at Mount Vernon. Lindsay, can we start with your story maybe um, starting at the moment you and your family made the choice to come to Mount Vernon. Um, so really, the story starts before I even got into the high school. I actually applied to Mount Vernon when I was going into middle school. And I did a walk around, I did a tour, and I liked the school, but I unfortunately didn't get in because I applied my sixth grade year. And those starting years of like middle and high school are generally just difficult to get into anyway. Um, but I decided to apply again my ninth grade year and I took another tour and again I really liked it and me and my family made the decision to come here and I was worried at first because you know you're a new kid going into high school um, I just come from a different environment than this one so I was a little nervous on how I was gonna fit in but Mount Vernon as a community is just very welcoming and very friendly and the awkward new buffer didn't last very long and I made friends um, even if people, if we, even if we aren't like close, close friends, you still have camaraderie within classes and people that you talk to regularly in the hallways. I love that. I love that. Um, there was something about Mount Vernon that made you come back, um, and try again. Um, and that you, that you kind of felt something. Um, one of the things that we were talking about a little bit before was around, um, the feeling of of being comfortable to tell your story, and and you said something that I thought was so interesting and important that maybe something comes before um, before being able to tell it. Can you can you share a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Earlier, I was saying that um, even though I didn't share my story or start sharing stories until my junior year, it took my freshman and my sophomore year to get comfortable enough to share it. Because while the environment was comfortable, me as a person, I'm not someone who talks about my story a lot. And Mount Vernon really helped me become comfortable enough in my own skin and with the people around me to talk about it more openly. And I love that because because that, that was a moment where I, 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 I guess I didn't realize, you know, it takes some courage, it takes some trust to feel comfortable in your community, to be able to kind of share a little bit more about who you are, your family, where you came from, um, your aspirations. Um, and maybe that's a good segue into into your aspirations. Um, and 
and was curious. So you are the head prefect. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'd love to ask two questions. Yes. One is um, why you decided to join um, and and try to uh, apply to be a prefect. And then for, for those people, including myself, that might not be 100% sure about what the prefect program is, can you share, can you share uh, what it is and how it works? Yeah, absolutely. So in my sophomore year, when COVID was kind of at its peak, I ended up joining this prefect community with this uh, alumni, Anusha Merchant. And I really look up to Anusha. She was kind of the person I was like, wow, I want to be Anusha when I grow up. <laughs> and she was a community, she was a community prefect at the time. And through working on her committee and then end up working on another alumni Jackson Alls committee, mm -hmm. I really grew a love for like the system and the impact that I could make. Um, and people honestly have been telling me for years to apply ever since I was like eligible to become one. They were like, Lindsay, you should apply. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I won't get in. <laughs> but then my junior year, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna apply, it's my last year. Um, and I ended up getting in as head prefect, which I think is awesome. So to explain the prefect systems, it essentially functions as student government, but mm -hmm. instead of president, vice president, treasurer, you have student leaders who reside over certain categories of school life. So you have academic, which is Bennett Bogdanchik, you have outreach, which is Kate Jacobson, you have sustainability, which is Autumn Kelly, you have spiritual life, which is Daniel O'Keefe, you have, uh, actually, sorry, spiritual life is Joe Srinivasan, you have student life, which is Daniel O'Keefe, you have student events, which is Campbell Bruning, and then you have the community prefect, which is Taylor Keller. So together as a committee, we work on things like homecoming week, um, like big events, like homecoming week, uh, like game themes, mm -hmm. fun events that we want to happen in the school. And individually, we work it within our own sections. Like for example, Bennett actually works on like how we learn and he architectured his own class. Campbell does things like the dances and stuff like that. Taylor focuses on communication. And I think she has the heaviest hand in the IDA statement and how that pertains to how mm. we see that as a school. But technically all prefects work with that statement and things like that. So really we are a council of student leaders who reside over these areas and are able to give our own ideas but also implement student ideas into things that directly affect students. And you mentioned um, that you wanted to be like the community prefect. What was her name again? Anusha. Anusha Merchant. Merchant. Um, and she, she she had an impact on you. Um, one uh, one other thing that you said that I thought was interesting was that um, the ability to make an impact or make an even bigger impact um, through the prefect program. Uh, one one thing that you also said was. Um, eligible. So who's eligible? How do you need to be at a certain grade level in order to 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 be a prefect? Yes, you do. You need to be um, you either need to be a junior in your next year, rising junior mm -hmm. in order to apply. So only at the end of your sophomore year can you can you apply. It's only soft, uh, juniors and seniors end up being on the committee. And then as the head prefect, do you do you have a do you have a say in in applications for next year? 
or how does that work? Um, not necessarily applications. Those have been made and kept for years, but I know prefects in general actually can nominate a series of people who they think they would be good for the job, and that input is important. And we were talking before um, about where can people um, go to kind of access um, or know who their prefects are, or if if they want to, if they're interested in a certain area of student life, um, how do they how do they engage with the prefects? So, in terms of knowing who the prefects are, word of mouth is does the job pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't know, you can always ask someone or ask a faculty member, or you'll meet us at some point, really. You'll mm -hmm. meet us at some point. We just might not say we're a prefect. Um, but we will end up having committees. I won't have committee because I technically have my own committee of prefects, but the other prefects will have a committee of students who help them with their work. So for example, community is the one I'm most familiar with. Uh, the community committee ended up helping with the Instagram. They brainstormed ideas on how to incorporate important cultural holidays into the school day without making it so like and then it's done like one mm -hmm. one thing and it's done mm -hmm. um and for academic prefect you would just help on the academic side so for each um prefect except for me they have a committee and those applications will actually go out pretty soon mm -hmm. and you would meet with your committee like once a week and you would essentially help do their job mm -hmm. and does um does the prefect system impact the entire student body or is it mostly upper school? Um, it is mostly upper school in some categories. For example, big school-wide events or like the football games, mm -hmm. those would impact everyone because everyone abides by those themes, everyone abides by abides by those activities mm -hmm. if we have one big school-wide event that we would plan those would be affect like everyone would be affected by that mm -hmm. um, but for things like acad like academic prefects or specifically homecoming or stuff like that um, not really it would only be contained to the high school because you're only focusing uh, in academics in the high school mm -hmm. or like homecoming and prom and all those things can only be attended by high schoolers mm-hmm mm -hmm. um, one thing that you said about um, the impact of prefects um, was around, um, and I was I wasn't sure which which prefect it was that had a, a specific impact around when the school adopts a holiday or a cultural holiday, mm -hmm. that um, that the way in which we celebrate or honor that holiday is done in an authentic and meaningful way. And that um, it's not just kind of one one social post. There's meaning to it. Can you talk, can you explain a little bit more or give more example about that, or um, or just your hopes for for future? Mm -hmm. um, I absolutely can. So the process behind planning what going go, what goes on during like cultural heritage month is actually very intensive. Like usually we try to do it two weeks before the month even starts and um, you will have little things and announcements sometimes like little facts or things like that. Other times you can have a class feature it in a lesson, have the teacher featured in a lesson. You may have events that pertain to the culture um, or the dining hall will make food that 
people from the culture eat a lot. So mm-hmm. during Hispanic Heritage Month, we had really good desserts for like a month <laughs> <laughs> that the the people in Flick Dining so generously prepared for us. And they put a little placard to tell you what mm-hmm. it was. Um, it's just things like that. So those are the littler, littler things you should say. But then the deeper things is um, fact, some people actually or the committee leader, the community prefect has met with faculty in the past to talk about, to talk with them about like, okay, we did this this month. How can we keep it going? What are steps Mm -hmm. you can take uh, in your classroom to specifically, sorry, to make sure that these cultures are respected and talked about in a very productive way? Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Um, And even in the little examples that you shared, um, by partnering with um, the cafeteria, um, food is such a such a part of culture, and really understanding and embracing um, culture through through all the different all the different um, traditions and aspects. Um, what you learn in the classroom, what you're eating. Um, I think I think um, I think sometimes those little things are 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 super powerful and meaningful. Absolutely. And that's maybe a good transition in terms of um, a challenge um, that you gave uh, in your convocation speech to to the student body, um, specifically around little things. Um, can you can you restate what that challenge was? Absolutely. Um, I want to challenge you all to be intentional in creating your own story. With so many new faces around campus, it's more important now than ever. Even though our own individual stories may seem small, when connected to our community, they can mean so much more. Small actions add up. They mean that we have the power to leave an impact, a legacy, and for others to draw inspiration from, to learn from, and to build to create their own story. I love that. And I think that that challenge sets a culture, sets a tone it's the small things, and I loved the examples that you gave um, in, in talking with you two, uh, just around how a compliment or saying hello can change the course of somebody's day. Um, and I'm curious, going back to your original story of you know, coming here um, in sixth grade and then coming back and applying in ninth grade, um, the feeling that you got um, if it was those small things that you picked up even before you were here. Um, can you tell me more about your, your hopes for this coming year? Um, and, you know, you're at the, at the end of your Mount Vernon story with this year, but would love to hear more about, you know, what your hopes are for yourself and then also for your class and for Mount Vernon. My hopes for myself would be that I am still connected to this wonderful community because it is a wonderful community. Um, But also I make connections in the new community to wherever I go and I make good ones. I think Mm -hmm. my hope for my class would be that we all do our best, honestly, and that especially within this year that we aim to be role models and set good examples for the classes coming after us, especially um, the freshman class, because they're new to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess that would transition to my hopes for the whole school, um, especially the freshman class, because they're so big and there's so many new kids in their class, is that you really make an effort to connect with each other. You don't necessarily have to be like the best of friends, but like there is something so 
meaningful and knowing that your classmates have your back or that your classmates are going to support you and be nice to you in tough times if even if you have no one else mm -hmm. so just making an effort to make a connection with the people in your class and then the people in your school mm -hmm. so that you're never really alone i love that in every story there is a conflict um and our and our head of school um Miss Lindstrom talked about committing to doing hard things, working through conflict, overcoming challenges, and learning in leaning in to the important, impactful work to be done. Can you share some thoughts or examples, either from your own story or something that you've seen here at Mount Vernon, um, where the communities overcome challenges or leaned in to get important, impactful work done? Um, one big challenge that we had was COVID and mm. keeping up social interaction during COVID and things like that. And it was actually a really big challenge for Mount Vernon because Mount Vernon's a very social school. Mm. <laughs> I think we as a community thrive on like social communication. Um, so going without it or having it limited or restricted was very hard on us. One way that we leaned into that is we became creative with how we did it. I know teachers worked really hard to make sure their students got the help they needed at home or that they didn't feel left out or that like they didn't feel so isolated at mm -hmm. home. Um, and I think that's something really important to highlight because I think sometimes we forget that our teachers did all this hard work for us. And we just, we may never see the planning that went into it, but they did. They did a lot of hard work for us to make sure that we still felt connected as a community. And we ended up still being a really connected community. I mean, if you, even if COVID, like if no one knew COVID happened, you wouldn't know what happened here. Yeah. Because everyone's still as connected as they were before the pandemic hit. You know, as you were saying that, it, it, it made me realize um, your class, your class, what was the pandemic kind of, I guess, arch for you? So, so freshman year was 20, 19? Yes, it was. Like right after we came back from interim is when school shut down. Oh, wow. And we were like, oh my God, long spring break. And then two years later, wow. we are now seniors in high school. Wow. Or not two years, more than two. Yeah, so you, your class had experienced the very beginning of kind of a normal, mm -hmm. you know, upper school, high school experience, and then had a two-year big, gigantic disruption. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so talk about that to me in the, in the theme of stories. What an arc, what, a, what an interesting ride of a story for your class that you kind of had that little minute of normalcy and then had to adapt and adjust. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you're, you're, you're kind to look at the faculty and the staff um, and the adjustments that they made, but I'm curious the impacts that it's had on your class um, and, and in terms of feeling connected. Um, so for, for us, that was a time of like, you really communicated a lot with the people who were in your classes or in your friend group um, and in terms of story I think the the fact that we had to be by ourselves at home mm -hmm. for so long 
for some of us, it was actually very healing. Um, I know for me it was really healing because I found out a lot of things about myself. I was given space to do that Mm -hmm. without the worry about other people's opinion. But for others, it was really hard. So in one way or another, it changed the course of our own story, I would like to think. And like if we didn't go through the pandemic, I don't think we would have been the people we are today, which, you know, I wouldn't want to go through another one Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) personally. Um, But I can appreciate that in some way it did make me, it it brought me here, so to speak. Um, But it did, it had a big impact on us socially. I know we still tried a lot to connect socially but it was really hard when you didn't have someone in your class or Mm. you didn't know them before and you come back and people just look different and they act different and now you're learning how to reconnect again yeah yeah i'm just i'm marinating in that that was that was really powerful um so what we've done um with the podcast um as we kind of close um, is a is a thinking routine um, that's that's very common here at Mount Vernon a like a wish and a wonder mm-hmm. um, so curious if you could give us a like a wish and a wonder about your about your story here at Mount Vernon so far one thing I like about my story at Mount Vernon is that it's a really good one <laughs> It's one about like finding my community and finding my friends and being happy um, about where I am. One thing I wish is that a lot of other people have the same kind of experience as me because I know some do and I also can know that some don't. So I wish that everyone would have the same great experience as me. One thing I wonder is how we can make sure everyone can have the same experience as me. What can we do to reach out and connect everyone together? That's amazing. Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your story, um, for giving us um, such such inspiration, um, for reiterating the challenge that you um, that you put uh, to the community for the year ahead. Um, and just very grateful that um, that the school has you as our head prefect and your leadership um, for the year ahead and wishing you and your class and the school, Um, much success in this academic year. Thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for joining us. We hope you feel inspired. And remember, start with questions, fail up, share the well, assume the best, and always have fun. The Made at MV podcast is an original podcast hosted by me, Michelle Cook, produced by Mount Vernon Upper School students, and features music by the amazing Maggie Sims. MV class of 2023. Check out her EP, Stay, on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere you stream your music.